Hello and welcome to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. I'm Arthur Yon, co-founder and CEO of Nest Protection Plan. We partner with restorers, contractors, and other home service providers, increase their revenue, grow their authority, and help them build a platform of lifetime customers. We believe that every American family and property owner deserves peace of mind from contamination, mold, and indoor-related illnesses, all for less than a dollar a day. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Hey, what is going on? How y'all feeling? How you doing? I'm glad you're joining us again for another episode of the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. This is episode 24. Um, we are very, very excited about who we've got on the show today. And of course, everybody knows that it's tax time. Uh, it's time it's to always talk tax to time. <laughs> That's true. And uh, in this gentleman's industry, it is always tax time. And uh, very, very happy to have him joining us. He is a tax attorney uh, based out of California. Uh, he also has a podcast called the Practical Tax Podcast. His name is Steve Moskowitz. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing great. This is a happy time for me because I love talking about taxes. And, you know, when I do a show with somebody the first time, they think, ah, oh, the guy's giving us some, you, you know, fun and saying he's getting really excited about it. He's already joking around. But I really am. And people that know me, it's like when I go on a show I've been on for years, they say, I know you think that initially, but he really does get excited. And here's why. The tax law has two parts to it, but most people only know about one part. Everybody knows the tax law is there to get money from us. But the other part is it's a system of incentives. And I'm going to explain how that turns into tax planning. Because when people think about taxes, they think about, oh, the tax return, that's this yearly ordeal I go through. And I'm sure glad it's over because I don't have to think about it for another year. Wrong. The tax return should be a mere summarization of a year's worth of tax and see why I became a tax attorney. Many moons ago, when I first set foot into law school as a student, I already had a master's and bachelor's degree in accounting. I was already a practicing CPA working for a big firm whose clients were the Fortune 500. It boggled my mind when I saw these giant corporations making all this money and legally not paying taxes. And I said, how do you do that? What's the secret? I want to learn the secret. And that's why I went to law school. Not to do divorces, chase ambulances, get murderers off, but to find out these tax secrets. And I did. And they apply to everybody, not just the Fortune 500. It makes a huge difference in somebody's life. And you talk about small business. Small business is the backbone of America. Small business employs most Americans, not the Fortune 500. And you say, well, let's go back to the, Steve, it got my attention with the saving the taxes part. In a democracy, the government can't order us to do something, even though it might be good for the economy, they want us to do it. So how does the government get us to do something that they want us to do, but they have no power to order us? They pay us, and they pay us in the form of reduced taxes. And that's what it's all about. That's what tax planning is, taking advantage of the tax incentives. You say, well, why doesn't everybody do it? Why just big companies? Because you have to know where they are. Suppose I said this to you, Art. Suppose I hand you a magic business card. And if you take this magic business card down to a local IRS office, they'll hand you a check for a million dollars. Would you that? I think, I think it'd be would. hard to turn down. <laughs> but suppose instead of doing that, I took the magic business card and I went over to a big dump truck 
And I put the magic business card in there. And then I took a whole bunch of regular business cards. I filled up the dump truck. I took an oar. I started all around. And then I drove my truck to your office when you were out to lunch. I dumped all the business cards in your office. And now you come back from lunch. Say, oh, what's happened here? Some vandal attacked my office. And then you pay some janitorial person to haul them all away. Guess what you just did? You threw away the million dollar business card because you didn't know it was there. Mm-hmm. If you understand that concept, you understand our tax law. It's so convoluted. It's there, but you have to know where it is. We've dedicated our professional careers to this. And let's talk about some things that a home service small business can benefit from. The first thing is we're going to talk about pension plans. And I'm going to use the term retirement accounts and pension plans interchangeably. But technically, there's a little difference. We don't have to bother with them here. There's over 20 different types. And there's four benefits. One, you pay less taxes. Most people say, sign me up. But what are the other benefits? You don't pay taxes on your pension income while it's in the plan. And no brainer, obviously, your principal is going to grow a lot faster and a lot bigger if you're not paying taxes on the earnings. Mm -hmm. The next one is special federal protections. And this is true whether you're in South Carolina or Texas or Alaska or Hawaii or here in California. And suppose you get sued. People love to sue business people. A lot of times jury says, well, you own a business, so we know you're inherently evil. And they say, why, yes, Mr. Plaintiff, we'll the dollars you're demanding because of, of whatever you claim he did to you. You know, they can't touch your pension. So if you get a judgment against you in excess of your insurance, your money's still safe. And although I hate to mention his name, the poster boy for this is O.J. Simpson, because O.J. has had a multi-million dollar judgment against him for many years. He's not lost one penny of his pension. Wow. Now, wow. I know I know. In general there. Is it okay for me to use some strong words in, in your podcast, Art? Uh, we, we try to keep it. I'm going to say it anyway. Golly gee whiz. <laughs> there we go. I said it. And you say, oh, this is so terrific. You should this podcast before December 1st because I know that with December 31st, year one, in order to take deduction in year one. Guess what? Pensions are an exception. With most of them, you have up to the time of filing the return plus extension. So in English, what that means is you have about three quarters of the way into year two to set it up and fund it. And you can still elect to deduct it from your one. So if you're listening to this podcast and you say, I want to do this, you may very well still have time to do it. So that's one of the things that you can do. Let's talk about some other things. Lots and lots of people want to go ahead and use a building in their business. They might be a landlord or they might have a business where they have a factory in a building they own or a medical office or anything. Mm -hmm. So you use a building, regardless of how you pay for it, whether you pay for it in cash or on a 30-year mortgage, you can't write the building off in the first year. You have to depreciate it. And the depreciation is kind of long. If it's a residential property like your landlord, you have 27 and a half years. If it's a commercial property like a business, warehouse, factory, 39 years, it's a long time to wait for all your benefits. Mm-hmm. So there's something called cost segregation analysis. And what happens with cost segregation analysis is we send an engineer to the property 
And he or she examines and says, well, this part is 27 and a half or 39 year property, but this portion is 15 year property. This portion is 10 year property. This portion is five year property. And this portion we can write off all this year. It greatly accelerates depreciation. So let's have an example. Let's talk about Sally. Sally is a brain surgeon and she's also a landlord. She owns a medical building. She practices in the building and she also rents space to other doctors. And from her medical practice, she makes a profit of half a million dollars a year. And from her building, before we talk about cost seg, she makes a profit of a million. So here we have a million and a half dollars of profit. Big tax on that, isn't it? Mm -hmm. But lucky day, Sally <laughs> is listening to your podcast. And she says, hey, I'm going to go ahead and use this cost seg. And suppose the cost seg gets us an extra million and a half dollars of depreciation. This is all about the time value of money. This is how banks make money. Now we have an extra million and a half of depreciation. We didn't write a check to depreciation. It's just a theoretical concept that we can do on our tax return. So we say, okay, remember that million dollars profit we had on the building? Well, we don't have that anymore. We used all that up with depreciation. So now we've made a million dollars profit, but because the cost seg, we don't pay any income taxes on that million. Now, Art, when somebody gives you something nice, what do you say? Generally, I will say thank you. See, that's what a nice person <laughs> says. A lawyer says more. I want more. Mm -hmm. That's what we have for Sally. So Sally says, you know, I, I still have half a million dollars left over from that cost seg depreciation. Could I offset that against the money from my medical practice? Now, and, and again, nothing against CPAs. And I was a CPA before I was a tax attorney. So I'm familiar with this stuff so I can talk about it. Mm -hmm. And most people say, well, you can't do that because, you know, that's a passive loss and that's internal revenue code section 469 and you can't offset a passive loss against regular income. But we say, aha, wait a minute, there's an exception to 469 and what might that be? It's the real estate professional exception. Ah. So Sally is a married woman. She's married to a house husband named Bob. And Sally, after listening to your podcast, says, Bob, you're gonna have to record Oprah and watch it later on because you're going to become a real estate professional. You'll be managing this property. It's very easy to qualify for real estate professional. Now, if you become a real estate professional, you are the exception to Internal Revenue Code Section 469, the passive activity loss rules. And Sally, with a married couple, only one spouse has to qualify. So on a married return, Sally now gets to take that extra half a mil of depreciation from the building, put against her medical practice, and let's see what happens when the smoke clears. Sally has made a million and a half dollars and has not paid a penny of income taxes on it. This wow. is what the big companies do. And this is what people listening to Home Service Small Business Spotlight can do. Anybody can do this, which you have to know about. It. And most people go through their whole lives and they never hear about this. Why would they? You wow. know, I don't know how to do brain surgery. I don't know how to do dentistry. I don't know how to do plumbing, but I don't have to. I can hire a plumber or a brain surgeon. But this is this is where I've spent and dedicated my life. These are just two examples of things 
that you can do. That's why tax planning is so, so very vital. And look at what we've done. With Sally, we we, we did a, an entry, a theoretical entry. Well, we avoided paying taxes on a million and a half bucks. And with the pension, you had to make the tough choice. Would you prefer to write a big check to the IRS and your state if you're in a state that has a state income tax? Or would you rather write a much smaller check to the IRS and instead write a check to yourself, to your pension, and then earn money on that? And that's not taxed. And there's so much more to it. Let's have another teaser in here. <laughs> Opportunity zones. You say, you know what? I'm, I'm making some money now. And one of the things I want to stress, this is not just for wealthy people. This, this or what I'm talking about, is not aimed at millionaires, multimillionaires. I'm talking about middle-class people, regular middle-class people. Mm -hmm. But we'll show you through tax savings how you can get up to the rich class. And again, it's all legal and it's by saving taxes. So suppose you have this situation. You say, you know, I'd like to invest in some real estate. And, you know, real estate's advantaged. And I realize if I sell it and I make a profit, it's a capital gain and the capital gains tax is less than the regular tax. So that's nice. And that's nice that Congress gave me that. But Art, when somebody gives you something nice, what do you say? Well, like I said, don't we always show them gratitude? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but you say more, more. That lawyer told me, I want more. I want oh, more. okay, more, more. Yeah, let's go on the greedy okay, side. Okay, <laughs> now, you, now, you, now you sound like what I'm used to. Yeah. So what happens, we say, well, okay, we can invest in something called an opportunity zone. What's that? The government came out with an economic program and they wanted people to invest in certain neighborhoods. And these neighborhoods are essentially challenged neighborhoods. And you say, well, okay, and this is an example of the government wants you to do that, but they can't order you. They say, Arthur, you're ordered to invest in this. They can't do that, but they want you to do it. So how do they get you to do something they can't order you to do? They said, well, look, I'll tell you what, if you invest in this neighborhood, we'll give you all these tax benefits. And let me give you an example. You don't pay taxes on your capital gains. Mm -hmm. So you go ahead and sell the property at a, an unlimited amount of profit and not pay any, any tax, not the income tax, not the capital gains tax. You say, but you're still, you're a little conservative and you're a little worried because they're challenged neighborhoods. And you say, well, that's great. I wouldn't have to pay any cap gains tax on my profits. But what if I lose my money? I won't lose my money. Congress threw in a sweetener. <laughs> you know, you can set up a company. See, now, now you'll see why I get so excited about taxes. Yeah, absolutely. Congress, <laughs> Congress threw in a sweetener. Mm -hmm. and here's what it is. Say you set up a company and the company's going to invest in the Opportunity Zone. But 37% of it doesn't have to be in the opportunity zone. So let's assume that 37% you invest in Rodeo Drive and Beverly Hills and Park Avenue in New York and Fifth Avenue in New York and all the fancy areas. And let's assume that your company invests a million bucks. And that's not hard to do. And a lot of times when you're talking about making these investments, like with real estate, you do with OPM, other people's money. It's not your money, you go to the bank. So you pay mm -hmm. a little bit. So what? It's tax deductible. So let's assume 
that you went ahead and you invested in the opportunity zone and 37% in the fancy neighborhoods and you invest a million dollars today and 10 years from today, let's say this is worth a hundred mil and you say, I think it's time for me to sit on the beach and just enjoy myself and you sell it. You have a $99 million gain and the, cap the, the capital gains tax is zero. This is what I'm talking that about. That is unreal. That is unreal. This is this is the and this remember, this is the incentive. And this country. is commercial property you're talking about. It could be any property in the opportunity zone. Really? Okay. So the, the bottom line is you're saying, well, wait a minute. This is an example of the incentives that we opened the show with, where you say, Well, look, the Congress wants you to invest in these neighborhoods, but they can't make you. So they say, Okay, look, we'll give you this big tax break. And you know what? We'll take the risk away from you because we'll let you take 37% of the money, put it in the fancy neighborhood. So you're covered. So the government got what they wanted. You made an investment in the challenge neighborhood. You got what you wanted. You could put 37% of it in a fancy neighborhood. And you saved the taxes. Everybody wins. This is what I've dedicated my professional life to. And I could go on and on and on. But I know so <laughs> I, I can. Don't, don't get me started. I can. But I see the clock on the wall, and the clock on the wall says, Steve, it's time to turn the microphone back to Arthur. Arthur, there you go. <laughs> well, I you could have gone on forever, Steve. That was I think you packed in enough stuff for people to to really absorb for quite some That's time. TV got talking sound bites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and Let's touch on that real quick before we wrap things up. Um, you you spent seven years as an analyst on Fox, ten years as an analyst on NBC, a legal analyst. And what were what's one of the uh, a fascinating story you can share from that experience? Um, I don't know, maybe if it was an interview or if it was something you else know, that real, you real life because yeah. because I was on TV and and that was my side hustle. Most of my time I spend being the senior partner of a law firm here in California. Mm -hmm. But we're a 43 person firm, medium sized firm. And one of the things is, you know, like everybody else, when I saw celebrities on TV before I, I had the privilege of being on TV, you, you put these people on an elevated stand, you think, oh, you know, everything they have so great, everything's so wonderful. And I've met people from all walks of life and no matter how rich and famous they may be, you know, they're just regular, most of them, they're just regular, normal people with all the same problems we have, except the numbers are a lot bigger. And mm -hmm. it just it amazes me, you know, what these people go through. And you get to know them as a person, which is, for example, one of my very, very close friends, I met him many moons ago when I was a guest on his show at the very beginning of my TV career. And, you know, I used to watch him on TV and I basically found out this is a, a regular person with a regular life and regular problems. And that is just so humbling. And you, you realize and you never know what somebody's going through. So you may look at somebody and you say, you know, oh, I, look, look at that guy. He's a billionaire. I wish I was him. No, you don't. Because I know that guy and you wouldn't want to know what he's going through. So it, it was just the, the, to me, the biggest thing was the human experience. Yeah. Well, and that's such a good point. There's so many sacrifices that people don't know about. And I mean, 
we all know as entrepreneurs that you got to make a lot of sacrifices, but you, is it, is the juice worth the squeeze? You know, is it worth everything that they're going through to, uh, to have that financial status or, you know, but for some people it is for other people that genuinely are trying to acquire that wealth for a greater purpose, you know, and um, you have to weigh things, yeah, you know, money and family. What do you want out of life? Yep. And go after it. Yeah. But I do know not, that. There's not a right or wrong. Like, <laughs> like if, if you and I go out to dinner tonight and next time you're in town, I'm happy to take you out to dinner. We go to I'll a nice take you up on that. <laughs> well, you know where I am. Yeah. I go to a nice restaurant and you order what you order and I order. One of us didn't order the wrong meal. We just ordered different meals because what's right for you is maybe different for me. Yeah. Excellent point. Um, and that's what you have to know in doing finance and, and all the stuff we talked about earlier in your show. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so one last thing, I think you pretty much covered it, but uh, just because some people are still unclear, explain just in a, maybe a brief few sentences or however briefly, just how significant it is to have not only a CPA, but also have the tax attorney, because people try to sometimes look at it. Well, aren't they one and the same? And not at all. <laughs> two very different professions. And the reason that I became both is, you know, the tax attorney is going to tell you the theory of why you want to do this. But the CPA is going to do the number crunching and say, if you do this, you're going to save. If I tell you something wonderful and I say you're going to save three million dollars in taxes, that's more meaningful than I say it's wonderful. And then you find out that the savings for you wasn't very much. What wasn't worth the, the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. Yes. That's why it's so very important to understand both. And we do because we understand the the number crunching, the financial aspects, as opposed to the legal theory. Yes, absolutely. And Steve, you help people across the country, right? Absolutely. Uh, and internationally as well. Internationally too. Okay. Well, tell, tell the audience how they can reach you, what, you know, what your website is, um, any other kind of con contact information? Oh, and also your podcast. You may want to mention that as well. The Practical Tax Podcast, right? You can get that wherever you get at your local podcast, and you can contact us on the phone at eight 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 Tax Deal. That's eight 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 T A X D E A L eight 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 Tax Deal, or on the web at MoskowitzLLP.com. M O S K O W I T Z L L P.com. We're happy to talk to you in a free consultation. Awesome. And as you can tell with his years and years of TV and radio experience, he knows exactly how to, to tell you where to go. Uh, MoskowitzLLC.com. That's very important for a lawyer and I'm telling people where to go. It is. It is. And I and the number, very easy to remember too, 888-TAX-DEAL. Um, Steve Moskowitz, he's a tax attorney. He has years and years of uh, tax legal advice uh, experience. He's been doing this all his life and he's very good at what he does. Steve, I appreciate you joining us on the show today. Thanks for inviting me. I had great fun. I did too, Steve. And I let, let's close it out one real quick with something fun. Cause you did mention a Joe Montana quote uh, before we got on the air. We did, we, 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 you mentioned a quote. So do you still, do you like the 49ers now? Or what are your thoughts on the 49ers of today? You know, I'm I'm very loyal, and to me, it's it's the hometown. As I shared with you many years ago, I moved from New York City 
to San Francisco. And when the New York team would play the San Francisco team, people say, well, which team are you rooting for? I said, I live here now. So I'm a simple guy. You know, I support my home team. That's very uh, respectable. I understand. <laughs> and, uh, and good luck to them. And of course, we really appreciate you having on, having you on the show, Steve, and uh, discussing everything tax related. He's Steve Moskowitz. We'll mention it one last time, 888-TAX-DEAL and, and Moskowitz LLC, LLP.com. I'm sorry, LLP, Moskowitz LLP.com. Steve, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks again. Um, this has been episode 24 of the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. Hope everybody has a great week and we'll check you next time. Bye. Arthur Yawn here. Thank you so much for listening to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. If you are a successful restorer, contractor, or home service provider who would like to be on this program, please visit jointhenestteam.com slash go. If you got something out of this interview, would you also share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the social. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag HSSB Spotlight. I love seeing your posts, love seeing your guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and your reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, jointhenestteam.com slash go, or follow me on LinkedIn and Facebook. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.